0: welcome to this heart for scripture video uh, this week you'll be reading first chronicles the book of psalms the book of proverbs and you'll be diving into the book of romans uh, for this video i wanted to meditate on what some theologians have called the most important paragraph in the bible it's romans 3 verses 21 through 31 so we're just gonna deep dive into that passage for this video um, The reason why so many theologians have called this the most important paragraph is that it really takes us to the heart of the gospel, of what Christ has done to forgive us of our sins, to save us, to reconcile us to God. As I was thinking about this, it reminded me of Charles Wesley's hymn, And Can It Be? And he begins that hymn with, And can it be that I should gain an interest in the Savior's blood? Uh, The question is, how can we who live in 21st century America, how can we gain from what Jesus has done 2,000 years ago in a hill outside Jerusalem? How can it be that we gain from his work? And the answer is in what the cross means, what Jesus accomplished on the cross for us. In our, in our text, in Romans 3, verse 24 really is the key and it says that Christ was delivered up for our redemption and, they be, and that he became a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. So those two words, redemption and propitiation, are, uh, are the key. Redemption uh, it takes us back to the Exodus and thinking about how God redeemed Israel out of Egypt. He saved them, redeemed them with an outstretched arm. That was the great redemptive act of the Old Testament. Israel was in bondage and slavery to Egypt and God judged Egypt and saved Israel out of bondage. So it's as if Paul here in Romans 3 is saying a greater act of redemption has come. Just as God saved Israel out of bondage, now God has acted again in history through the Lord Jesus Christ and His cross. His cross is the greater act of redemption. Another word is propitiation. So God not only redeemed us, He's redeemed us by uh, setting forth Christ as a propitiation. Now that word, it it means something like a wrath-bearing sacrifice. This also takes us back to another moment in Israel's history, uh, the Day of Atonement that we read about in Leviticus chapter 16. Uh, It was the one day a year when uh, the sacrifice was brought in to the the tabernacle and offered on the mercy seat. Uh, The sacrifice was slain and the blood was placed on the mercy seat for the forgiveness of God's people. The idea was that the sacrifice died in the stead of the death-deserving sinners in the assembly. The sacrifice died instead of um, Israel. And what Romans is saying here, what Paul is saying, is that just like there is a greater day of redemption through the Lord Jesus Christ, there is a new day of atonement. The true day of atonement has come. That day no longer has to be repeated every single year to wipe away the sins of Israel, because in the cross of Christ, He has been offered up by God once and for all as a sacrifice for our sins. There's a little phrase in Romans 3 that God put forward Christ as a propitiation. Just like the priest in the Old Testament put forward the sacrifice at the mercy seat, put forward its blood, So God has provided a sacrifice for us um, through Christ on the cross to be forgiven. So God has redeemed us. He set forth Christ to be a propitiation for us, to forgive us. And then the question becomes, how do we respond? How should we respond to this great act of redemption? Well, our text tells us, verse 27, Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By a law of works? No, but by the law of faith. Because of Christ's work on the cross, we can humbly come to God and praise Him. Um, We're also called to put our faith in Him. This propitiation is to be received by faith. So that if you believe in Christ, you will be saved. And also, if you believe in Christ, you will receive power to live out the Christian life. We began with quoting the lyrics of a hymn by Charles Wesley, and I want to end with just quoting the lyrics of another hymn, Rock of Ages, Um, and he says, Rock of Ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Naked come to thee for dress, helpless look to thee for grace. Foul I to the fountain fly, wash me, Savior, or I die. And the chorus says, nothing in my hands I bring, simply to the cross I cling. So may the peace of Christ and his cross be with you this week. Thanks for listening.